Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big, and you're listening to Music Mania. You're ready for some screaming heavy metal? We rock! But the evil that men do lives on. We're gonna bang your You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Welcome to another edition of the Music Mania Podcast. We are locked and loaded right here, musicmaniapodcast.com. That's where everything's archived. That's where you can check out all our previous interviews. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at musicmania underscore show. Of course, Facebook, Instagram, it's all there. Make sure you follow us. Uh, Appreciate you hitting that subscribe button on iTunes or YouTube, whichever way you choose to watch or listen to the show. We always appreciate it. And today, it's uh, my personal pleasure to be able to welcome a huge guest, someone that I've admired for so long, one of the most respected personalities in all of metal, and that's Mrs. Doro Pesh, the metal queen herself, going to be joining us to talk about her upcoming U.S. tour, which starts September 8th in Worcester, Massachusetts. Doro is, of course, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Triumph and Agony Warlock album on this tour, playing the whole album front to back with uh, guitarist, special guitarist, uh, Tommy Boland, joining. It's going to be great. Uh, she's got just a few dates uh, starting, like I said, in uh, September 8th in Worcester. I'm going to be September 10th in New York at BB Kings, uh, then the 12th in Detroit, the 14th in Chicago, uh, the 16th in Los Angeles. That will wrap it up before she goes uh, and does some more European stuff. She's got an album getting ready to come out as she talks about. She's about 80% finished with it. So we're going to be talking to her about that. We're going to be talking about some of her collaborations, some of her favorite ones. She's done some great ones with Lemmy, with the Scorpions, with Udo Dirkschneider. She recently, uh, it's been about a year now, uh, she was given the uh, Metal Goddess Award uh, at the Las Vegas uh, Hair Metal Awards. And just a huge honor. She's someone that I've admired for so long. She's just completely a sweetheart. One of the sweetest individuals I've ever talked to in any capacity. I mean, doing this for so long, doing these interviews, meeting so many people, Doro I mean, really treated the interview uh, like it meant something to her. It meant a whole lot to me. She'll never know how much it meant to me. And I can't wait to bring you to that, guys, because uh, it's a true pleasure. It's someone that I've been a fan of since uh, Warlock. I mean, Burning the Witches, uh, all the way up to Triumph and Agony, the probably their biggest album in the U.S., and then on into her solo career, which has uh, gone on since uh, the early 90s uh, up until now. She is the metal queen, so respected. She's done so much with so many different people, and no one has a bad word to say about Doro, of course, uh, coming from uh, Dusseldorf, Germany. And uh, so she's coming up here, and we're going to get into that in just a few moments. But make sure you go over to her website, doromusic.de. That's going to get you all the info on uh, albums, on tours. She's got at uh, Doro Music Official on Twitter, on Facebook. Please follow this woman. I mean, just the, a true living legend in, in metal, and there's no doubt about that. Uh, so make sure you have, hit up one of those shows if you're near any of those cities, and you can get the full list of dates. Uh, I already mentioned it, but you can get the full dates uh, on her website, doramusic.de. I'll tell you what, when we come back, we're going to be joined by the metal queen herself, Doro Pesh. 
If you miss the experience and atmosphere of an old-school record store, then visit CD Warehouse in Gladstone. Your one-stop shop for CDs, vinyl, T-shirts, and more. We just moved downstairs from our previous location, so visit us at 2504 Northeast 57th Terrace in Kansas City, Missouri. Or call 816-455-2130. CD Warehouse, 22 years strong in North Kansas City, Missouri. And don't forget, we buy, sell, and trade. This is Doro. How are you doing? Doro, I am doing wonderful. How's it going today? What's going on with you? Good. But yeah, I'm still in Europe. We just finished the, uh, the festivals, the summer festivals, and I'm heading over to the States in a couple of days. And I'm very excited to play the tour in the States and playing the whole Triumph and Agony album. And yeah, and all is good. All is very good. Uh, yeah. glad, glad to hear that. Saw a lot of really cool footage, a lot of great pictures from uh, from the summer festivals. And you you guys always are able to do that. You were able to do big ones like Wacken. You've done that so many times before. What's what's that like for you to to be able to go out there and play in front of these huge audiences? It just must be a kick for you, even after all these years, Doro. Oh man, it's it's great. I I love to play the huge festivals, and I love to play the small, sweaty, dirty clubs. It's like you know when people are rocking out, then I'm I'm a happy camper. It's like you know it doesn't have to be that big, and you know sometimes small places you can see and hear everybody. You can you know feel their sweat. It's awesome too. So so I I love I just love to play. You know big small. Every country, every club, it doesn't matter. And um, yeah, and then when when the fans are, you know, excited, ah, that's what I live for. So yeah. You're one of the best in the business. You're just one of the most professional. Yeah, I think that's what's great about you. And, and, you know, I think that me personally, you know, I would love to come rock out, but I, I wouldn't want to get any, any of my sweat on you. I just wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. You're just, you're far too great for me to get any sweat on you. I just couldn't do it. Just be yourself. I'm used to a lot. So, you know, and like the chapter who's now in our band again, Tommy Bowen, he's such a powerhouse and, you know, he moves like crazy. He's always on the floor with his back and sweating, bleeding. And I love it. I I think that that is method to me, actually. And I always hop on his shoulders, you know, and so we're both like, you know, dripping, sweaty, but it's it, it's so much fun, and you know, and uh, these shows will definitely be wilder, and yeah, I just can't just like stand still and watch it. it definitely, you know, get into it. I, you know, I'm a hundred percent sure about that. That's going to be great, and the U.S. tour starts again. It's uh, it actually starts here September eighth in Worcester, Massachusetts, yeah, and yes. Close to Boston, and then the tenth uh, in New York, BB King's tenth uh, of September, twelfth in Detroit, the Token Lounge, September fourteenth, Chicago, uh, Reggie's, and the last show is in LA, the Whiskey A Go Go on the sixteenth of September. And if it all goes well, then we want to add more gigs on, maybe by the end of the year or beginning of next year. And I I didn't know if people would be interested in you know hearing the whole Triumph and Agony album, but so far. Yeah, the fans, they, yeah, they're very into it, and, yeah, and it sounds really good. We have played already two festivals in Europe, and, God, it went over so well, so, so I think, you know, it, it would sound awesome, yeah. 
Well, and you're talking about celebrating the 30th anniversary of Triumph and Agony, of course. Uh, probably, the, you know, the biggest charting Warlock album here in America, so that should be huge. And yeah. not only that, but playing these songs, does it seem like 30 years ago? I mean, it can't be. You still look the same, so it cannot have been 30 years ago that you released Triumph and Agony. It just can't be. And unbelievable, eight times flew by. I tell you, I, I still feel it's like whatever, you know, maybe it came out five, six, seven years ago, but now 30 years later, and my life is so, so short, I can't believe it. When I started out, everybody called us the kindergarten band because we were so young. My first bass player, he was 13 years old, and then my drummer in Warlock, he was 14 years old, so it's like, yeah, time flies, time flies. And definitely time flies when you're having fun, even, you know, faster. Well, we can't wait for this. I'll tell you what, there's going to be, um, we're here in Kansas City, Missouri, so you're, your closest ones in Chicago, going to, going to have to come see you. This is going to be great. Anytime that, uh, Doro and your band, that you're here in America, you know, I just, you know, advise any, all American fans to come and support this. And, uh, when you're out at the whiskey, you'll be able to go up to the rainbow and, uh, cheers, you know, to the Lemmy statue. I was just there and I know Lemmy was a good friend of yours and he's got his statue there at the rainbow right up the street from the whiskey. So you'll be able to go pay tribute to your friend Lemmy. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, actually, I just played uh, in Wacken. I was a guest on the show uh, from Amona Mars. I sang this uh, song with them. It's called A Dream That Cannot Be. And I was in Wacken backstage. I have another statue of Lemmy. It's so nice. And, you know, and actually, you go into the festival and then Lemmy greets you. And it was such a nice feeling. And I saw it actually on a lot of festivals. Everybody had the Lemmy stage. And, you know, and it was every, everybody was somehow connected to Lemmy. Well, you've made so many connections over the years, and I know in the last year and a half, there's been there's been so many deaths, and Lemmy's was just one of of so many. Um, how how do these affect you as someone, not only as a peer, but someone that was obviously you know a fan of these people, and to go back and to and to remember for someone like Ronnie James Dio, uh, who you toured with in Warlock, you toured with yeah. Dio, and just what what is it like? Is it kind of surreal for you when these people you know they they pass away, or is it is it to you more like hey their spirit lives on and we can always remember them, or is is it is it kind of hard on you? It is, it is. I tell you, there's not one day where I don't think of Lemmy or Dio and we're really great friends. I was great, deep, you know, we had a deep connection, deep friendship with Lemmy, with Ronnie James Dio. We, we toured so many times and and we had a great friendship going. It's like, yeah, I think, man, I, I think people like that, they will not, you know, they, they will probably not be born anymore in this day and age. They were, I think the real thing, we all learned from them so much and, you know, they were definitely icons. I think so unique and um, I'm so blessed that I even had the chance to, you know, to go on tour, talk, be friends and unforgettable. There's a, a song on the new record I wrote for Lemmy. It's called Living Life to the Fullest and, you know, it describes like, you know, Lemmy's life a little bit. It's, it's a, it's a positive song. And on the last record, Raise Your Fist, we had a song for Ronnie James Dio. It was called Hero and, but, but still, I tell you, I miss them every day. And there's some other great musicians who left us who uh, did a duet with, or I was on tour with, for example, Pete Steele from Title Negative. We, we did one song on, on our side album. He was so sweet. And, and, you know, Jimmy Bain, the duo, 
bass players. Yes. You know, so many great people left. Us. I tell you, I, yeah, I, sometimes I, I feel, man, you know, I, I can't handle it. It's so, it's so sad. And this tour, we want to dedicate to, to a beautiful woman and, um, her name is Jane Train and she had this bad accident and, and she just died a couple of days ago. So yeah. we want to dedicate this monologue to, to Jane. And uh, she was great friends with our drummer, Johnny D, and with Nick Douglas and Chris Caffrey. And they had this band, Headbangers Ball, together. I have never met her personally, but I, I uh, you know, I, I love her. I feel so connected to her because of my guys. And Johnny always says, he said, man, you guys are kindred spirit. And, you know, you would have loved each other. I know that. So so this next World of Two is dedicated to Jane. And there are so many great musicians, great people are leaving. Yeah, we, we definitely have to, you know, yeah, to, to live life every day, you know, like it could be the last day, you never know. But I tell you, it's, it's very sad, yeah. I'm, you know, I always try to keep up a positive, good spirit. But, you know, sometimes at night and I feel, oh man, it's like, yeah, it's tough, it's tough, you know. I miss him so much. Yeah, we all do, and I tell you that's wonderfully said. And it really things like you saying things like that really keeps the memory alive. Dedicating uh, the tours to to these guys, it's it's wonderful, and and thank you for that. And I tell you, there's there's another thing that you have in common with Lemmy. Now, you guys are both big fans of Little Richard. I always heard that the, that was his biggest influence. You also grew up listening to Little Richard. I feel like that he's some sort of underrated influence on lots of metal people. Little Richard was such a such an interesting and diverse character growing up. He he's really is wildly influential to. A lot of people in metal, isn't he? Yes, yes. I, I heard it actually from lots of musicians. Actually, it was my first experience that I really got hooked to music. And I think I was like about three years old and I listened to the song Lucille by Little Richard. And I was a little kid. I could just like work my little record player. And I tell you, I listened to that song hundreds, thousands of times. And it was so energetic. And back then, there wasn't heavy metal. So, you know, but... But other things which were great as well. And I think Little Richard, he had a personality which was out, outrageous. And, and the songs and his energy and his voice and his performance is like still, it still inspires me. Sometimes when I feel oh, I'm a little bit low on energy or I, I feel sick, you know, while you're on tour, you can easily get sick or can get a cold or a fever. And sometimes, you know, I put on, you know, like YouTube and I, you know, I, I, I listen to Lucille and I see him perform. It's always black and white, so it's so, it's so old, but it still inspires me. Like, yeah, it's still so fresh and energy is always like, yeah, energy is energy, you know, when it's, when it wasn't metal, but yeah, she's, she's definitely somebody who you should check out. The same like Janice Joplin, I thought, you know, man, she had so much soul and pain and passion in her voice. And I actually, I, I got to know her, honestly, when I first came to America. Before, I knew the name, but I didn't know so many songs. But then I came to New York, we did this Triumph and Agony album, and the producer, Joey Ben, he said, hey, do you know the songs of Janis Joplin? And he played me some videotapes, and I was blown away. <laughs> I thought, oh my God. No, I didn't. So, so there's good stuff out there. And yeah, when you need a lift, and you know, sometimes, yeah, listening to some old... Um, 
music. Yeah, it's that's uh, very exciting as well. Yeah. Well, you've, you're one of the more respected uh, personalities in all of metal, uh, from from men and women alike. But how special is it for you when you're able to to meet young women or uh, women that, that that claim to be you know inspired by you? Because you know how you felt when you listened to Little Richard or to Janis Joplin. How do you feel when when women specifically come up to you and, and talk about your influence to them? Absolutely, that is so well said. And I, I know you're such a humble person, and you've always been just known as uh, such a just a sweetheart of a person. You you do, you do this because you truly do love it, and you can just see that in your performances. But Doro, a year ago, you were honored at the Vegas Rocks Hair Metal Award. You were given the Metal Goddess Award. You're given that, I believe, by Klaus Mine of the Scorpions. Just I know it's you know you accepting this award. You're so humble, but it had to feel really good uh, to be honored by your peers and the people in the metal community. Oh, I tell you, that was, uh, that was the highlight of my life. And, wow. And, yeah, Klaus Meiner was there, and the Scorpions, and Misty, they got, uh, I think, the Lifetime Achievement Award or something, and I got this award from this beautiful lady, Sally is her name, and she is a singer herself, and she did, like, she, she talked about it, and, you know, she, she brought me to tears. It was so nice. And then we did, like, some performances. We played Rainbow in the Dark and some other songs, and this night I was there, and everybody it was so many great musicians so many great friends and it was it was a wonderful day it was last year for me really unforgettable and and I have to watch here in my little living room <laughs> and you know because my apartment in New York city um, actually in New York it got flooded two times so uh, yeah so all this stuff you know is in the ocean somewhere and I you know I, Nothing was left, but this award I got in Germany, so I still can look at it, and it makes me happy. It was, it was awesome, and yeah. 
I, I thought about you this week, actually, because of the flooding going on down in Houston, the, the hurricane going on down there. Yeah. And I, re- I remembered that back in 2011, you experienced the same thing. You had horrible flooding there in New York, and you lost your home. I mean, you, you, so you, you can yeah. probably think about what these people are going through. I mean, it's just horrible. Oh God, I know exactly how to feel and when you lose everything, actually I lost everything twice. It was in 2011 and then I think it was in 2013 again and I tell you man, it's, it's sometimes so sad. I don't care about like, you know, furniture and stuff. That didn't matter, but all like, you know, the photos or I had a note from Ronnie James Dio who wrote me a little letter after the tour and stuff like that. You know, you can never get that back. So that, that really hurt and yeah, it was tough and, um, yeah, so I can totally relate to the people in Texas and Louisiana, and I feel so, I feel so, so sad, and um, I, I definitely feel for them. I, I know exactly how it is, but I tell you, if you're healthy, that's that's most important. Everything else, you know, you can deal with with it, but but you know, your health, that's um, that's more valuable than anything. And as long as you're in good shape, there, I think everything will, will yeah we work out and, and there were so many people who had me as well that was really nice and, and I saw on TV many people that were like helping helping that people got out of their homes so yeah but I know exactly how it is and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, before we let you go, we got to talk about this because it's been, it's unbelievable now that the time flies. It's been five years since uh, Raise Your Fist came out in 2012. I know you've kind of talked a little bit about uh, maybe the next Doro album. What can, what can you give us about that? And I know it's hard to work on, on an album when you're out touring as much as you do, but what, uh, what can you tell your fans about uh, maybe the next Doro album? Yeah, it's, 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 um, it's almost done, 80% done, great anthems are on, and like and some great guests, and many, yeah, super fast, hardcore songs, some, you know, some feel-good songs, some dark romantic ballads are on, and of course the songs for Lemmy, Living Life to the Fullest is on, and uh, yeah, we have about 25 songs, so I have to decide which songs will actually make the record, but it's all, it's down good and next year it will come out and last year we had our DVD um, coming out it was called Strong and Proud it was a free DVD and one live uh, CD so it was a big package from our last 30 anniversary actually that's the reason why it all took so long like to do another record but uh, yeah what, what you just had between touring and stuff usually we're non-stop on tour or playing summer festivals so it's not anymore like we were doing it in the 80s that we would you know, go into the studio for a whole year or for two years, work on a record. I always work on on the songs when I come back from, you know, touring or festivals. So it's, um, yeah, usually more time on, on the road, which I love. But next year, definitely the record will come out and, and I'm hoping that people will love it. I, I think it's, yeah, so far it sounds really good and great songs, great melodies. So... Yeah. Excellent. And, and a, a little bit in the vein of Race of Fist Record or Tribes of Agony, you know, the whole spectrum between hard and fast anthems. Absolutely. It's always great. We always look forward to, to new material from you. And really quick, I've got to know because, Dora, you've done so many collaborations, be it on record or live performances. You've done things with the Scorpions, with Udo Dirk Schneider, uh, with Lemmy himself, with Gene Simmons. You did an out. Is there, is there a collaboration that just kind of stands out to you as maybe your favorite? Because you've done so many things and done with so many great people. Is there one that kind of stands out to you? 
Yes. I sang on their record, uh, The Dream That Cannot Be on Young Viking. I love their record, and it's always so much fun to hop on stage with the guys over Mona Mars. I think Johan is a great, great, uh, fronter, great singer. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's always special. I couldn't, I couldn't say, you know, like who was, you know, like the, the, the best. But Gene Simmons and Lemmy, that was definitely, you know, was so, and so meaningful to me and God, you know, and the longest, you know, with Gene, I worked, yeah, God, I guess eight, nine months on that record with Lenny in the studio. We had so many weeks and, and went on tour together too. So, and, and Lenny, Lenny, you know, like he was, oh man, he was so, he was so amazing. And I never got the chance to do something in the studio with Ronnie James Dio. That would have been a dream. And, but we did on tour so many things. And the last gigs we did together in Florida, actually, he always brought me on stage for singing the encores together. And then I said, hey, Ronnie, I don't even know the lyrics. He said, that doesn't matter. And then he put his arm around me. And then we sang the last three songs, like, together. And, wow. And I, and it was, wow. It was really wow. Yeah. And, yeah, so many, many great memories. I tell you all. All unique and special, and you know, and sacred. Yeah. Well, Doro, you're a very special person, and thank you for everything you've done for for hard rock and heavy metal. You're a true professional, and I want everybody to go. Uh, your Twitter is at Doro Official, and uh, also on Facebook at Doro Official. You can get all the tour dates. It starts September 8th, just next week, uh, at the in, in Worcester, Massachusetts. Doro, I can't wait to come see you. You are a true professional. I can't thank you for everything you've done and for joining us. You're just so sweet with your time. Good good luck traveling over here to America. Safe travels, and we hope to catch you out on the road okay thank you so much yes thank you so much for having me and uh, you were so nice and kind to me i appreciate it and i wish everybody the best out there and keep on rocking and yeah and i'll see you at one of these shows and i'm very excited and yeah and all the best so. you, you can count on it doro thanks so much take care and we'll catch up soon okay okay perfect thank you so much all the best and have a good rest of the day thanks you too bye bye to say that it was an honor 
uh, does not do the word justice because uh, getting to talk with Doro, uh, having her, I mean, just what a sweetheart of a person. And that's just the truth. I mean, she really is genuine. She really has a passion for this, for the business, for, for heavy metal music. She really does everything she does. Uh, she bleeds it. I mean, l- let's face it. You know, Doro is someone that, um, you know, I believe doesn't have any children. She's devoted her life to this and really reaping the benefits of it. You just want to see her get the support in America that she gets on some of the bigger European festivals and uh, when she tours over there. Always a huge reception for her. And I hope, like she said, she doesn't mind playing in front of the big crowds or the, the small sweaty clubs here in America. So get out, support her, support this band, support what she does, because she is everything right with hard rock and heavy metal. You talk about metal being a true connection from the artist to the fans and how so many fans and how loyal they are. This is the ultimate example of that because Doro is loyal to her fans, to the people she cares about, the people that care about her. That's really what matters. And and I cannot think of her enough. It means so much to me because that's why I do this podcast, not to sit here and spew my thoughts on my favorite 10 heavy metal albums or favorite singers or bass players to talk to these people, to get their stories, to connect with them, and hopefully to catch up down the road whenever they, uh, whenever they perform near me. I always like to get out and uh, you know review their shows to meet them. It's a huge pleasure. It's why I do this. So we want to thank you for joining us. Music Mania Podcast, I'll tell you what, uh, our, our hottest seasons are probably March through September or so, and we're going to forge ahead. Up in a couple weeks, we have... An unbelievable guest coming up in just a couple weeks, and I can't believe it. This is mostly a hard rock show dedicated to music from, let's say, the 70s through early 90s, from hard rock music. But guess what? Coming up in just a few weeks, uh, the weekend of September 19th, I believe, Tommy James, Tommy James and the Shondells joining me. Going to talk about uh, just, just all the hits that Tommy James has. You talk about Crimson and Clover to Moni Moni to Hanky Panky, one of the true living legends in music, one of the, you know, forged from the foundation of rock and roll, from the Little Richards, from Elvis, from Dion and the Belmonts, going into what Tommy James was able to do. Uh, legendary voice, legendary performer that's coming up. We appreciate you for everything you guys do, listening, the feedback on Twitter and on Facebook. Keep leaving it. Keep letting us know who you want to have on, and we'll keep doing it, guys. Thank you so much. From Clint Schweitzer, Music Media Podcast, out. <laughs>